I got the soda and the jams. Cool! It's podcast time. Good morning, grab your friends. We'll talk about fairy tales and lands. Met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And here we are talking about Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end. Oh, yeah. Matt? Yes? How are you? I am pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. Life is good. Good. Um. So, yeah, I'm feeling pretty motivated to do some podcasting right now. Yeah, are you excited? I am excited. Yeah, podcasting is pretty fun. It is pretty fun. I like doing this podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Same, same, same. So, um, a little podcast update. Uh, I'm trying to get a little more engaged in social media with the pod. <laughs> Why do you have to say social media? Social media. Because I know like, it's such a dirty word. Like, I, I just feel like I don't use a lot of social media. Uh-huh. I'm like an old man who's like screaming at the at the moon is that what is that what the phrase is yelling at the moon yelling at, I, my, my, my i don't know why don't you just today, get your ducks in a line get my ducks in a line i keep saying that today i'm like saying a real thing what, what, what's going on here so anyway yeah i'm trying to get a little more involved in that like um our podcast has just kind of naturally done pretty well up to this point and um i always think like you know if we put some effort in we could do, do pretty pretty darn good stuff so i think i'm I'm going all in. I'm going all in on the pod. He's funny. I'm going all in. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. I love our members, our yes. listeners, members. What? Our I members? don't know. They're not members. <laughs> They're listeners. You can be the member of my heart. <laughs> our listeners are the member of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, two fun episodes today. We, we do. We have fr- we're finally out of the 30 th- somethings of season five. Thank the Lord. We are finally hitting episode 40 today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two fun episodes, one left on a cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty great. Which I did not remember that episode ending on a cliffhanger oh, until no? today. I was like, oh, yeah. Poor little Finn's face. Yep. <laughs> he is such a cutie. So um, we're going to be talking about, well, what were they? We, we fixed, fixed a truck. truck and a play date. Yeah, both I thought were great episodes. You know what? Uh, I remember not liking play date. I think I mentioned that in the, la- in the last episode. and. Uh-huh. This time through, I was like, "This episode's fun. It's it's and it's funny." So mm-hmm. my my opinion has changed. Ooh, yes. Matt's opinion has no, been I, changed. I, I used to apparently be such a snobby Adventure Time fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, how maturity changes our minds. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm much more forgiving of this cartoon show now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, should we get to it? Let's do it. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Are you a dog pumped. now? <laughs> Are you, uh, what's his name from Home Improvement? Tim Allen? Oh, no. I can't do Tim Allen voice. (laughs) (laughs) I used to sit across from this kid in the bus growing up that would bark like a dog to annoy the the bus driver. Yeah. And eventually she'd be like, shut up! You have a lot of bus adventure. A lot of bus memories. Bus memories from childhood. I mean, you spent like a long time on the bus to get to school, right? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of bus stories recently, just all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah I need to write a screenplay on you bus really, life. You really do. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like a good idea. The kids on the, go, uh, on the bus. The kids on the bus go, <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't write it. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's neat. Anyway. Oh, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, you kind of went on a tangent. Uh, I like tangents. No, I don't have anything to add. No, me neither. I'm just Amy. I've done not much since the last recording. (laughs) 
school. Oh, okay. <laughs> Should we get to the episodes? Let's do it. All right. All right, our first episode is We Fix a Truck, which is mm. absolutely a fabulous episode. Only rated 7.7 on IMDiba. That is a surprise. I don't really appreciate that rating because I don't think it's fair. It no, was, Especially, we've heard from more than one listener that this is among their favorite episodes, yeah. too. So I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Overall number 140. Can you believe we've done 143 episodes? We have put down 143. That's right. Directed by Elizabeth Ito. Written and storyboarded by Cole Sanchez and Andy Restaino. Restaino. Yeah, it looks like Restaino. Original air date October 21st, 2013, and 2.02 million U.S. viewers. Nice. What was I doing on October 21st, 2013? I think I was working at Subway that day. Yeah? Yeah. So the title card... Oh, before I get to the title card... You know what? Real quick, your memory is shocking to me. (laughs) I couldn't... I'm like... 20, I don't even know where it was at in 2013. You, you know how I, how I, yes, movie, movie, movies. movie release dates. Like I, yes. I, I have photographic memory of, of movie release dates. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that's how I base my memories. I'm like, okay, so what was happening that month? Oh, okay. Like Men in Black 3 came out. Like anybody cares. And then, <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, quick shout out to listener Stephen I and his family, because I know that this is one of their favorite episodes. So we're going to pour one out for our homies. <laughs> I got nothing to pour out. Oh, my God. I have no beverage. <sighs> so the title card is an image of a truck stuck in a tree that's kind of dangling off the side of a cliff and Finn looking at it from an opposite cliff. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a, it's a well-framed picture with like sure really is. nice moody lighting. It's like sunset. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. golden hour. <laughs> the golden hour. So the episode opens with Finn pushing an old truck that he found in a tree on a hill. So that's the picture of the title card. And there we go. While singing a song about his luck in finding the truck. Just my luck, I found a truck. He honks the truck's horn to wake Jake up, a sleepy... Oh, I guess it's sunrise, not sunset. Then. Oh, yeah. That's that. hard. Okay, sorry. Wake Jake, a sleepy Jake appears at the window with a sleepy Bemo. Jake, surprised at the truck, stretches to the ground with Bemo and asks Finn where he found it. Yeah, when uh, when Finn first yells up to him, he's like, Jake, you like... Like screaming up to him, I found a truck. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Finn says that he found it in the woods and named it Hot Daniel. Which is such <laughs> which a I great love name. That name. I wonder if that's a band name yet. If it's not, it needs to be. Yeah. Uh, I started a solo music project years ago that was a reference to an obscure Adventure Time character, which was uh, Whisper Dan. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my story. So <laughs> he says they could do some pretty neat stuff with it. Jake wants to try the truck, but Finn states that it is broken. After discovering that Bemo and Ice King also know nothing about cars, Jake thinks of Banana Man. So Banana Man comes to the tree fort, bringing some soda and a radio. He checks the engine and sees the problem. The cylinder head is missing. Finn and Jake (laughs) do not understand, so Banana Man explains. He finds the missing parts in the back of the truck, but states that there is a reason why the past owners removed it. It was really great. He went through this whole, like visual representation of like the cylinder and how the pistons work and i don't know it played on like an instructional video in like a kid's science class yeah it was awesome like like the little animations that come up next to him Mm -hmm. and at one point uh finn's like what is he pointing at (laughs) (laughs) mental images yeah you know i i love the idea of repairing a car or like a, a car or a truck of like choice like i think that'd be really neat to restore I don't know how to do it, but I've always wanted to learn. Yes. You know what the number one number one reason is that I haven't? Because huh. of how 
humiliatingly embarrassing. Oh, I guess that's two words mean the same thing. How extreme, life-alteringly embarrassing it would be just how little I know about the names of anything in a car or truck. <laughs> like, whoever is teaching me would get a good laugh, and I, I'm too insecure for that. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know, like, visually it makes sense, like, how the processes work, and so, like, I can visualize it, but, like, I don't know. It'd be kind of yeah. neat. Yeah, I think it would be neat, too. I think that's what we should do together. We should fix a vehicle. <laughs> With some guidance. <laughs> uh, anyway, Banana Man, BM, bow movement? Mm-hmm. Body movement? Wait, Bama. <laughs> Bama. <laughs> B-Man. Band Man. Band Man. <laughs> All right, band man it is. Banum. Banum. <laughs> Sorry. Banana man uh, then sings a song while the four fix the truck during a montage. Yeah, I like the song. I, love, I like a good montage. Sunset comes and Jake asks if they want to continue fixing it in the morning. They all agree except for Bimo, who replaces its batteries and continues working while listening to Starchy's late night show on the radio. I always get such a kick when we hear Starchy's uh, radio show. He's like cryptids and um conspiracy conspiracy mm-hmm. theories uh yeah yeah i'll have to get back to that after after we do the synopsis okay so a banana guard calls starchy and says that he thinks princess bubblegum has been replaced by a lizard mm-hmm. so banana man returns b- band man <laughs> saying that he could not sleep and says that he figured out why the past owners removed the engine block he claims it was really nice hanging with you fellas it puts emphasis on how alone he is oh yeah so be no surprised banana man doesn't have a girlfriend uh, Banana Man replies by saying that he does not want to be alone, but it it's good. You know, uh, girlfriends ignore you from projects. <laughs> it sounds like a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. Because I don't even think he knows what a podcast a- is. G. <laughs> <laughs> Morning arrives and he like cries with a single tear listening. He listen to every episode. <laughs> Morning arrives and Finn shows up giving Bimo a cup of coffee. Coffee. Finn compliments them on their good work. As Finn approaches Bandman, the latter suddenly wakes up and screams, I fixed it. Are we best friends yet? Yep. Banana Man. Tells Finn that he got a new cylinder head from the junkyard and they proceed to mount it on the truck. They continue their work on the truck, even making their own biodiesel from oil and finally complete it. So all the truck jargon in this episode, Stephen said, like, you know, it sounds convincing, but I'm pretty sure it's like 50 percent nonsense. (laughs) But I still believe it because, again, like, I know nothing (laughs) of these things. That's so, great. Uh, afterwards, the group sit in the car as Banana Man takes a deep breath and inserts the ignition key. To their delight, the truck activates. And that is such an exciting feeling. Like yeah. if, if your car breaks down and then you try something out, it's like, oh, come on, work. And it's like, yay. So they speed off towards the Candy Kingdom. Uh, Banana Man sees a female banana guard and the three encourage Banana Man to go talk to her. He refuses. So Jake forces him to drive nearer to the guard. Then the group's. Uh, starts complimenting Banana Man, supposedly making him more appealing. Like, oh, he just helped us fix a truck, and he's very single. <laughs> the guard does not seem to be interested, but they are oblivious to this and continue praising Banana Man. Then they drive away, covering the guard with dirt and dust, enraging her in the process. <laughs> they drive into the Candy Kingdom and see Pr- Princess Bubblegum running away from an angry mob. Jake grabs her, places her in the truck, and gives her a cup of tea. Bimo, who still believes uh, Bubblegum is a lizard, offers her a bug. So 
the imposter bubblegum immediately like whips a tongue out and eats the bug and then transforms into a giant reptile. I'm not going to lie. I was a little surprised by this part. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about it. And I was like, oh, this is a treat. This yeah. Is, this is so great. It was great. So before it can do any harm to them, Jake pushes it off the truck. And then the lizard starts attacking the kingdom. And it keeps growing bigger and bigger. So Banana Man turns the truck around and accelerates at Finn's orders, which this whole sequence, this little battle is awesome. Like visually, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So um, while they're driving, Finn pulls Banana Man's peel off and throws it under one of the tires, causing the truck to rotate at high speed. The vehicle goes up a ramp, but before the truck slams into the lizard, Jake turns into a parachute to steer the gang safely onto the ground. The lizard, along with the truck, explodes in a large fireball. A dirty princess bubblegum comes out of the sewer and narrowly dodges a flaming hot Daniel. Hot Daniel. Hot Daniel. She sees Finn and Jake and warns them about a reptilian replicants taking over the Candy Kingdom, but sees that they already have it under control. So the female banana guard appears and states that Banana Man is coming with her. And Banana Man, trying to say his name fast, he's still naked and is completely surprised and asks, what, really? So the guard replies by having Banana Man arrested for public indecency. That's funny. uh, Because he has no peel, so he's naked. Uh, Bimo cries because Hot Daniel's dead, while Finn and Jake give thumbs up. This episode is... Bonkers. Bananas. Oh, I see what you did there. I really liked this episode a lot. I thought it was great. Yep. And uh, Weird Al Yankovic as Banana Man. Yeah. You know, they do a lot of thumbs up, too, in this. It's yes, very American. Up. A lot of pronounced <laughs> eyebrows in this yeah. episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I know. Finn's eyebrows are extra... Extra. Extra, extra. Yeah, his eyebrows are huge in some parts. It's like, what's going on with the You're like, here? what is happening? But I love the character of Banana Man, the uh, friendly guy who's very much into his projects, so he's yeah. also lonely. Uh, I love the giant lizard attack in the end. I, I want to know, like, uh, PB's whole story behind why she's in the sewer and why this lizard imposter has taken over. Yeah, a backstory to that would be fun. Yeah. I think it'd be great. <laughs> also, Bimo was telling Banana Man something. I can't remember what it was, but then he's like, you get a gold star. You get a gold star. And it, it was just funny. I was <laughs> like, I want a gold star. Hot Daniel. Hot so, Daniel. Ice I King love is, that name, Hot Daniel. Me too. So Ice King is still living with um, Finn and Jake at this point. Uh-huh. So what, what's some of the stuff that you liked about this one? Well, I mean, I, I think first off, where did he get this truck you know, like, I know it was in a tree, but where did it come from? Was it leftover from the mushroom war? Was it something else? You know, there's not really roads. I so, guess there are roads. I assume based on the thumbnail image for this episode that it is something from before the mushroom war. Like, it's hanging in a tree. It probably got, like, blown away by uh, by the explosion. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my, uh, that's yeah, my that's assumption a, anyway. That's a, that's a good assumption, I think. I do. I agree. I like the starchies like call thing it reminds me we were thinking of doing like a um, crypto cryptonauts and stuff of the pnw like weird things and one of the first ones was mel was it mel's hole yeah where the yeah. guy like calls into the radio show and like they've got record i've listened to the recordings and stuff they're really weird but anyway yeah. like it reminded me of that and i just, i just thought it would be really cool to do one of texas i think yeah it, like we were so close to doing this podcast that if we did it, this podcast wouldn't exist. That's true. Um, it was our first podcast idea, like talking about like strange stories of the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. There's, there's all sorts of like crazy stuff. Oh, tons. Yeah. But um, our third co-host kind of seemed to lose interest and then that kind of fell through. So then, oh my glob. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I mentioned I love the way that battle scenes are filmed in the show. Mm-hmm. And taking down the giant lizard at the end is cool. 
it was like a, sh- a really short sequence, but like the action is done so well. Like the camera angle, they like you know, quote unquote camera angle animated yeah, yeah. from in front of the truck as it's like peels to a stop, and then in the background you see the lizard attacking the scene. It's just like the whole sequence of events and how quickly it plays all works out so well. Like Finn yeah. going into immediate action mode, and then using Banana Man's peel, and then Finn like par- uh, Jake parachuting them down at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, I was like some. Whoever write like animates the action scenes in the show always does such a, always does such a good job. Yeah, plus it's kaiju. Yeah, it's kaiju. So, you know, I'm going to nuts automatically A+. Plus. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So Matt has a superpower about cars. Oh, yeah, my superpower. Uh, I am car blind. <laughs> he is. He I is 100% car blind. Know nothing about cars. I don't know I, car models. And, I mean, I'm surprised like he could even find a car coming out of freaking the grocery store. I'm surprised I can drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> You're a really safe driver, though. I am a safe driver. He's much better than me. Also driving alone, then I drive like a maniac. But regardless, yeah, it was so funny. We went to breakfast with a friend, mm-hmm. and Matt was like, "Oh, I think that's I think that's his car." And it was like a woman. I was like <laughs> driving or like a completely different car. Yeah, a completely different car. I was like uh, Matt, and then it, and then that was to come a joke. But and Matt is completely like all I knew about his car is that it's gray. I've seen it a hundred uh, times. But <laughs> yeah, it's great. I ain't even ashamed of it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right, Matt, where is the snail? So the snail is on a stack of pancakes on the far right when Finn, Jake, Bimo, and Banana Man go into... What is this place? So I think it's like a breakfast-themed spa. Oh, it is. It is. Because it's like a hash brown and it's laying in some like maybe warm oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just barely, like, you can see, like, the edge you, of the there's snail. There's no way image. you could see, see the snail yeah. unless you knew where it was. It was, like, the most well-hidden snail in the whole yeah. show. Also, can we talk a little bit about a breakfast spa? <laughs> and, like... That sounds awesome. What? Uh, what? What's going on here? I don't like to sweat while I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really uncomfortable. Plus, I, I'm probably eating a heavy breakfast if I'm going out for it, so I'm going to be twice as gross. Yeah. Like I have, like, syrup all over my face and sweating <laughs> profusely. Step outside and just, like, Mosquito City. Oh, so funny. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, and it was funny. Jake, like, gets this guy and, like, holds him down and, like, like steal the oil. It's like, what? what is happening? Yeah, like, they just, like, assault this guy. This feels very, um, sketch. Yeah, yeah. One of the many questionable things. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Do in the for show. real. What was your favorite line? My favorite line was, I named it Hot Daniel. I love Because it was just such that. a pleasant little surprise of a line. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was Finn. What's your favorite line? From Banana Man, I got the soda and the jams. Soda and the jams. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds like my old friend, Sean Dontremont. Yeah. I mean, Sean D. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's always soda and jams with him. Oh, that's great. Give me an impression of a character. Hey, sweetie, you're coming with me. Oh, that was great. Was that the female banana guard? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, the female banana guard. I love it. How about you? Hanging out forever. And it's I love Banana it. Man. You know, Weird Al Yankovic is such a talented human. He really is. I have been a fan since I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. Remember that movie, the Weird Al Yankovic one, where, what's his name, Harry Potter played him? Yeah, what was it called? Weird. The movie's called Weird. Oh my gosh, so funny. What streaming service did that air uh, on? Tubi. Tubi? No, Roku. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. It, it was Roku. The Roku yeah. channel, the, that's right. One thing I knew about that ever specifically aired on Roku. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it was good. If you like um, Weird Al and you're a fan of Banana Man, check that movie out. It's really funny. And it is. I think there's a shortage of good comedy movies that come out these days. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was hilarious. Oh. Hey, Matt, guess what? What? We got some trivia. Kick it. It's trivia time. So, first little piece is the promotional artwork reveals that Banana Man had been waiting for Finn and Jake to call him. He's, like, so lonely. I feel so bad for Band Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sad little guy. I think he comes back at some point. I can't quite remember. I hope so. Yeah. So, the title card shows that the truck was stuck in a tree. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, background artist Santino Lascano's wedding date, 8-18-2012, appears in this episode. This time... On the truck's mileage counter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is the first time a female banana guard has been shown. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, the engine described by Bandman is a petrol is a petrol well, <laughs> engine with spark plugs. However, they go on to make biodiesel fuel, which doesn't work on engines which use spark plugs. Interesting. Those are the world of magic. <laughs> huh. The female banana guard's spear had a set of rings at both ends as opposed to regular spears with only rings on the bottom. Oh, I see. Hmm. Episode connections. <clears throat> I feel connected. Connected. Uh, multiple background music from previous episodes return, including When Wedding Bells Thaw and Belly the Beast. Yeah, I recognize one of the songs. It was during the whole montage. Hmm. It's like a montage song in general for the show. Nice. It's like, I can't sing it. In one scene, Finn, Jake, and Bimo and Bandman go to the same spot in the Breakfast Kingdom, first shown in Hitman, to steal some grease in order to make biodiesel. Oh, cool. So we've seen this spot before. Yeah, and I don't even remember it. Nope, me neither. And, oh, I know, I remember making a big deal about Breakfast Kingdom, though. Oh, yeah. Is yep. there a lunch kingdom or, like, a dinner kingdom? I hope so. Oh, my Man. goodness. Uh, I'd be all about Breakfast These Kingdom. kingdoms are crazy. So Banana Man makes a reappearance and mentions many of the many of the events that uh, from his debut episode, uh, The New Frontier. Cool. Yep. We know that. Finn names the truck hit Hot Daniel, an exclamation he uses in Vault of Bones when Flame Princess saves him from the giant goo skull. Why, yes, he does. I remember that now. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So during the car fixing montage, Bimo does the same dance on the hood of the car that Banana Man was practicing in the New Frontier. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, I would not have caught that. That's great. So uh, you had a prediction for this episode based on the name, which is We Fixed a Truck. Uh, the prediction was Ford Fixed or Repair Daily. Is that what Ford stands for? No. <laughs> I, I mean, among the mechanic peeps, <laughs> it's mechanic slang. Oh, that. wait, it's making fun of Ford. I yeah. Get, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to get out of this car talk episode. <laughs> Have you seen car talk, though? I've listened to car talk before. I actively avoid anything with car in the title. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen the movie Cars. I, oh, I can't even. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause for a second. There is... A legendary NPR radio show called Car Talk mm -hmm. by uh, the Tappet Brothers. And they have people call in who have issues with their car and they help them fix their car. And they have like little puzzlers and they have all this stuff and they're from Boston. Oh. And it's like you don't have to be a car nut to like it. They're just really, really funny. Oh, cool. Yeah. One, one I think is passed away now. Like it's not active now, but you can get it on 
like you can get it. They've uploaded it to like NPR podcasts and stuff. But one's passed away, and the other one I think still lives in uh, in Boston. But anyway, it's it's fabulous, and I used to listen to it with my dad in the car when we drive. So oh, that's cool. I, I remember mornings. the name. I'm sure I've heard at some point over the years, probably with my dad too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, cool. sorry. No, it's good. Ford. Uh, so Jake and Finn get tired of having to walk everywhere, so they decide to fix a truck, soup it up to be the ultimate dungeon master's best friend, outside of Jake. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to be grading this prediction uh, based on the rumor created by a friend of the podcast, Caroline. And you can find all the criteria in the podcast show notes, but basically it's broken down to creativity and how accurate Amy's predictions are. Uh, so an F is a, a score between like 4 and 9, and an A is between 28 and 33. So without further ado, it is rubric time. Mm. Final chapter of Rubric Kid. He died in uh, correction camp. Oh. I know, it's sad. Matt. I didn't want to say it. It's really sad. (laughs) Oh, poor. (laughs) What an ending. So based on the criteria, I am giving this. Yes. Wishing and waiting and hoping and praying. 30. 30. It's a perfect A, except that a similar story does not occur later at some point in the show. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, very creative, and it was close enough. <laughs> a. Yeah, you got another A. You got another A. Oh. Yep, your GPA is looking good. Pretty amazing. Uh, do you want to predict what the next episode's about, basically? Heck yeah, I do. Which is Playdate. Finn and Jake are really worried about BMO. Their obsession with skateboarding and the amount of time they spend in the, alone in the treehouse. After reading or uh, writing this and then watching the episode, like it was just crazy. Anyway, yeah, yeah. they decide to arrange for a play date with Gunter. Mischief and shoes as Ice King becomes jealous of Bimo and Gunter's friendship. Finn and Jake work to soothe Ike's concerns. Oh, that sounds good. Right? And like after watching the episode, I'm like, dang, it's, it's pretty good. similar just with it the characters. It's very around. similar. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. that. One discrepancy might bring it down to an F. <laughs> My God. No, I'll get an A, don't worry. <laughs> All right. Well, any last thoughts about this episode? I was looking forward to this one. I'm glad we finally get to watch it together. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I, it is one that I would happily go back and watch again, which is totally. like the biggest compliment I can give an episode. Totally. Of any show. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy, easy watching. It's fun. There's some songs in it, there's funny stuff in it that you're gonna that are that's classic adventure time i definitely like this episode for sure yeah me too all right well let's get to the next episode oh my goodness play date all right so we have play date imdb rating of 7.5 overall number 144 directed by elizabeth ito written and storyboarded by zamla Samlave Xiaphone, Seo Kim, and Kent Osborne. Original air date November 4th, 2013, 1.92 million US viewers. Oh, that's, that's a little dip. Yep. The title card shows <laughs> Africa Daniel and Ice King as two little babies. They're so cute. Uh, playing on a rug with some cookies. And there's a little juice box with like a bear face on it. And you can see uh, Finn's big old slender legs. And same with Jake's. Oh, and Jake's legs. I thought the I table. Those were chair legs. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and now when you're like, you can see Finn's legs. It's like, you can oh, see Finn's legs. Golly, like that, that's my voice. Yeah, <laughs> like a uh, trapdoor. Trapdoor. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Gravity. <laughs> After those two. <laughs> 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 oh, it's still my favorite episode. Oh my goodness, I love it. Synopsis. Okay. 
<laughs> the episode begins with Ben and Jake being dropped off by a pterodactyl. Yes. They <laughs> enter the tree board and upload, upload, upload well, like too much. Too much. unload new gold as Finn places his demon blood sword on a display. They head upstairs to relax before they're reminded that Ice King is still living with them. Jake says that it's time to kick Ice King out, but Finn is hesitant as he still feels guilty about causing Flame Princess to destroy the Ice Kingdom. Yeah. So the blood sword comes into play later in the episode, but I was like, oh, that's super random. That yeah. I totally didn't catch that this whole thing with the blood sword at the beginning. I don't know how I missed that detail. I think I was looking down at the computer well, or something. No, I it actually was really just a small, like you saw, he wasn't in the foreground. They were showing Jake and you could see Finn in the background putting the sword up. Oh my goodness. And so it was a, it was a detail you could easily miss. And I totally did. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a small detail that you can miss, I will miss it. <laughs> 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 oh my god which is like the last thing anybody wants to hear from a podcast covering a tv show <laughs> so finn suggests getting the ice king to a hotel and attempts to convince him to do so but ik refuses uh finn comes up with a plan to get ice king to leave them alone for a while and they invite Africa daniel to their house Africa daniel. daniel i love it so at first the ice king is resentful towards Africa daniel and runs to his makeshift room to sulk he like runs and like slides under a <laughs> <laughs> so Finn asks Africa Daniel to show him uh, the spell that he's been practicing to agitate the Ice King. So when Ice King sees Africa Daniel's flower summoning spell, he jumps out and makes an enormous flashy ice flower, which explodes. Yeah, I, you know, Africa Daniel seems like it takes a lot of fortitude for him to get anything going. Yeah, yeah, it really does. He's <laughs> it's slightly distressing. <laughs> it is. He, he might want to find a different profession. <laughs> Um, Africa Daniel is deeply impressed by Ice King's abilities. Ike and Africa Daniel become quick friends and much to the delight of Finn and Jake as the day passes into night. Ike and Africa Daniel lure Finn and Jake downstairs to watch an interpretive dance show they prepared. This this reminds me, did you ever put on like plays or like talent shows for your parents when you were little? I think so. I think I did. Oh, we totally did. And like... My sister's kids, Peter would have like write a play for all of them at Christmas time and they mm-hmm. would do a play for the family. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So like this was like near and dare. I was like, oh, my God, like that's such a thing we did as kids. Anyway, lure the ki- lure the parents into a boring play that we think is amazing. Oh, guys, this is great. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. It's like, oh, good job. I really could be sleeping right now. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway. This is a long time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And it's funny because, like, Finn and Jake are, like, the parents in this situation. Yeah, they're like, like, guys, it's funny what They were just, like, reading and, like, hanging out. And then they're like, come quick, come quick. It's it's important. And then it's this show that they put on. Anyway, sorry. Good. Anyway, Bebo attempts to join in on the interpretive dancing. But Abra Daniel pushes Bebo away. He was, like, <laughs> really mean to, her, to them. Yeah, like, violently pushing. Like, yeah. Finn and Jake attempt to leave and end the day, but Abra Daniel pretends to be afraid of the dark so he can stay overnight. I'm allergic to the night sky. <laughs> yeah. If I go outside, I'll, I'll die of fear. <laughs> you see IK in the background, like, like mouthing the words. <laughs> like, fear. <laughs> Ice King is like a bad, he's a bad roommate. Is what goes, <laughs> and like, is. And like, the little things about a bad roommate really start to get to you over yeah. time. Like, I've, I've had one or two bad roommates in the I past. I was going to ask you about that. Have you had bad roommates before? Oh, oh, yeah. And it's like little things, like like you've seen this one where like 
just the way Ice King is eating. Yeah. Starts to irritate Jake, and I had a roommate just like that. I was like, "Stop doing that!" Yeah, <laughs> like she'd leave like candy wrappers all over the place. That's so weird. Like, Stop it! <laughs> so it's just the little things. So um, it's like most people like when you're young and like get your first apartment. It's like always like, oh yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get an apartment with my best friend. It's we're, what could be better than like after a month? You're like, they're not my best friend. <laughs> So uh, Ice King decides to take Abraka Daniel to see Finn and Jake's treasure room. He shows them the demon sword to him. It unwinds the uh, binding around the handle to show the demon ruins. Butrium lax seripo kioth pradium. And he t- I probably mispronounced that. So he tells a curious... Word to summon a demon. I don't know. Word to summon a demon. So he tells a curious Abraka Daniel the ruins, when recited, would show the demon whose blood was used. After reading the runes out loud and summoning the demon kioth, Ice King realizes that he probably made a mistake. I love it. it's Keoff, but really it's probably just Keith. Yeah, <laughs> it's demon. It's demon for Keith. <laughs> Keoff. Keoff or Keith demands they bring out the wielder of his blood sword, but they decide to fight Keoff instead. Their powers prove to be useless, and a furious Keith seizes the two by their throats. Finn and Jake arrive, taking note of Keoff, and begin to say the chant Keoff Rama Pancake. <laughs> <laughs> To stop him, but Kiath threatens to kill his hostages, Abcab and uh, IK, to kill his hostages if they do so. Yeah, and like, Jake's silent for a second, and then he starts saying it anyway. He's like, <laughs> oh, yes, please kill him. <laughs> he's like, oh, I thought he was bluffing. But uh, Finn covers his mouth mid-chant, and uh, Kiath repeats his threat. And after some hesitation, Finn ag- agrees and breaks the demon sword on his knee. When the sword snaps, the blood flows out and returns to Kiath. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Keith, too. His name is Keith now, okay? So. You know what's interesting, though? Because wasn't it Joshua's sword? Yeah. Okay, so like he calls Jake Joshua. Yeah, because he looks just like him. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, he grows to even a bigger, more powerful size. So I was wondering, actually, like, because Jake's not Joshua, if what he needs from Jake actually will give him what he... You know what I mean? Because it's not the same person. Yeah. And I know, so this is followed up in the next episode, oh, which okay. couldn't be more different. <laughs> like, okay. There's so, such different episodes. So the demon, Keith, dra- grabs Jake, still calling him Joshua, and teleports away. The episode ends as Abercadaniel and Ice King leave for the Ice King, which he actually has been rebuilt for weeks. And a dazed Finn was left in the house saying, Jake? Cliffhanger. Dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. What's going to happen? I don't know. You know, going until the next episode, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so uh what'd you think of this one um i thought it was good i really i really liked the abdabs and ice king like duo friendship i thought that was really great yeah it was I, cute i remember thinking the the friendship between abrica daniel and ice king was super obnoxious and annoying but this time through i'm like you know it's kind of funny because of how obnoxious and, and annoying it is to finn and jake yeah it, it adds a lot of humor to the episode for me yeah and Especially I, Jake, where it's like, yeah, you know, you see him done. <laughs> losing his crap over F or IK. Yeah, he was done with him before the episode even starts. You know what we haven't had in a while? What? An LSP episode. No, we are overdue for an LSP episode, that's Sorry for sure. Sorry to change, I was just thinking about that a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of characters lately, but not much Lumpy Space Princess. Yep. Yep. Anyway, sorry. I, yeah, I've already asked you about your roommate situation. I thought... Abraka Daniels, like, his power is to use flowers, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. And, like, he shoots them out of his hands. And, like, when 
Erica Daniel and Ice King team up to fight Kioth in the end. Yeah. Their powers are so dumb looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like his uh, flowers, like, not only does it does he, like, struggle to shoot them out, they're not even, like, hitting Kioth. They're going, like, three feet and dropping to the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's really funny. <laughs> I was surprised, though, that Ice King's powers were so ineffective We've against seen him turn Keith. into, like, an ice giant. Yeah. And fight Flame Princess. So yeah. there's a little inconsistency there with Ice King's powers. Yeah, I was curious about that one. Yep. What's some of the stuff you liked? I I thought that the storyline was great. It it just was really just an easygoing, fun episode. How about you? Same. I, I enjoyed it. So I wrote, sometimes the treehouse looks like a dump, and other times it looks really cozy. And this is uh, one of the cozy-looking episodes. Yeah, it was rather clean, Yeah, this episode. Pretty much the entire episode took place in the treehouse. In the treehouse, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Matt, where was the snail? The snail was on Ice King's drums when they're doing the interpretive dance Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Abergdamel was like, "Oh, I've never found anyone who, you know, whose rhythm got me." And like, apparently, yeah, IK's, you know, prowess on the drum set—the perfect combination. Yep, yep. Um, also, it must have been uncomfortable for the snail. It's probably bopping up and down. Oh yeah, what's it doing on the drum? It's gonna get no smushed. kidding. Yeah. So, Matt, snail. Twenty twenty three. Wow. There is nothing more uncomfortable in the world than being forced to watch someone's interpretive dance. <laughs> have you been forced to watch interpretive I dance? Have. Shut yep. your front door. What? Tell me everything. When I lived in Portland, Maine. So wow, not even sense. when you were at a, the Art Institute? <laughs> no, no, so this is post Art Institute. Oh my gosh. It was a friend of mine. We both worked at the same mall. Uh huh. And I went to hang out with her after work one time. And she's like, do you want to have to put some music on? And I was like, oh, go for it. She's like, I'm coming up with this interpretive dance to it. Do you want to watch it? I was like, not really. Oh, my gosh. And, but I had to anyway, just to be polite. I'm just sitting there. For, I'm like, I'm like, this song, how long is this? It goes on for what, like 15 minutes. Was it like a jam band song? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> was she trying to dance your her way into your heart? Why, yes, I think she was. <laughs> but she did not succeed. <laughs> not that day. <laughs> Not that, not that day. But yeah, interpretive <laughs> dance. You know, all two people who do interpretive dance. I, I do my own art stuff. So all two, yeah. It's just not for me. That's funny. Yeah, it was really great. And it, yeah, anyway. Um, what was your favorite line? Uh, my favorite line was, I've always been into interpretive dance, but I've never met someone who can match my energy until now. It's I love it. Daniel. I had to do his impression there at the same time because I'm not doing his impression later. I, you know, I'm just really happy that Finn and Jake connected those two. Yeah. You know? A little more world building. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What's your favorite line? I love it when they call him Abdabs. Abdabs. Oh, we should have called it that during the whole thing. I know, but it's hard to say. Abdabs. Abdabs. Give me an impression of a character. Oh, hey, I should get going home. Abdab? <laughs> yeah, bad one. Sorry. Oh, that's great. You made his voice sound actually deeper than it is. <laughs> How uh, about you? Joshua. Oh, wow. Keith. I love it. Or Keith. I've been, yep, I've been waiting like the whole series to finally get to do an impression of this guy. <laughs> I, love, I love this character. That's Your awesome. blood is mine, Joshua. Which is probably my impression in the next episode. I love it. I love it. All right. So, guess what? Trivia? Yeah, we got some trivia. Oh. It's trivia time. All right. So Keith, or Keoth, continues to mistake Jake for his father, Joshua. Well, yes. Yes, he does. So Finn calls the Ice King Simon. I noticed that, and it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. They've done that. I think he's done it a couple times mm -hmm. now in this season. Yeah. 
Finn's sword is uh, destroyed in this episode, making it the second main sword to be destroyed. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. He goes through a few swords throughout the show. Yeah. I think uh, there's another one coming up soon. Yep. So this episode aired the same day as Steven Universe. I remember. Yes, I remember that being a thing. Yep. When Ice King's ice flower explodes, two of the ice shards resemble a rabbit and a dog. Oh, no way. Okay. So Jake wears reading glasses as he reads in this episode. I wonder if that was because he actually wears it or that the the writers or like artists were trying to like make, like, him, look make him look more like the the dad figure or the mom figure, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah. how they like relax with the book at the end of the day, which with, nobody with does. Glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had a book sitting by our bed for like a week now that I've been meaning to get to. <laughs> I'm like, I just I can't be bothered. <laughs> You're funny. So it seems that uh, Ice King can influence non-ice objects with his powers. Uh, in this case, a fl- the the flower that, uh, that Abercadaniel created. Okay. Yeah, I, I struggled getting through that sentence. Finch is shown to have very strong kneecaps, as seen in The Lich, where he broke the Encardian. He also broke a branch over his knee in the Tough Guy contest in Crystals Have Power. It's funny, because he had his knees broken by that deer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, like, caved in backwards. Yeah. episode. Your love is not enough. Your love is not enough. Quartion. Quartion. So when Finn and Jake are attending Abraka Daniel and Ice King's show, Abra Ka Ice King Wizard review, <laughs> uh, Jake forms a watch on his right hand to check the time. This would usually imply that he is left-handed, if not for the fact that Jake's shape shifts generally don't follow any kind of logic. Hmm. Hmm. In this episode, Tom Kenny reveals through Ice King's voice that he also is the voice of Gunter. He says, Ah, uh, but that sounds lonely. I just... Like to stay. This is when they're trying to convince him to leave. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, but it sounds lonely. I'd like to stay here with you guys. Having roommates is nice, keeping me out of my head. Gunter Owen says, "Wank, what's up with that?" Yeah, and it's the exact same <laughs> wink sound that you get from Gunter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gunther or Gunter? I say Gunter. Gunter. Yeah, yeah. Gunter. I think it's spelled out. I'm like, uh, potato, potato. Potato, potato. <laughs> so uh, episode connections. Jake mentions Lumpy Space Princess is staying at the coolest hotel from Candy Streets. Ice King mentions Abracadaniel beating him in Wizard's Battle. Yep, nice little follow-up. Kioth returns from Dad's Dungeon. Finn mentions the Ice Kingdom being destroyed in Frost and Fire and Gunter rebuilding in Earth and Water. The one responsible for uh, destroying it, Flame Princess is not mentioned possibly to avoid upsetting Finn. Mm. Uh, due to Gunter, Gunter rebuilding the kingdom, Ice King did not have his crown back until this episode. So Ice King tells Abracadaniel at the end of the episode that the Ice Kingdom has been rebuilt for weeks, though. Yeah. It's so obnoxious again, because totally. it's like he could have left any time. Yeah. You have he's a prediction. He's lonely. Yeah, he's a lonely guy. Uh, yeah, you... I did. And the name of this episode was Playdate. And you guessed, Finn and Jake are really worried about BMO, their obsession with skateboarding, and the amount of time that they spend alone in the treehouse. So they decide to arrange for a play date with Gunter. Uh, mischief ensues as Ice King becomes jealous of BMO and Gunter's friendship. Finn and Jake work to soothe Ice King's concerns. So, ev- so us. every men- every character that you mentioned is in this episode, or, or at the very least mentioned in the episode. Uh, you know what? This is going to get a C. What? So. What? So um, I think what? it sounds great. But, wow. uh, does it really, it's an A. 
It's like, <laughs> That's right, Team Rubrik. You heard before, him. He tried to like take us down, but no, no, before we you can't. Like, You're just gonna give me an A anyway. I was like, let's. I was like, let's see about that. Oh, work alone, Maddie Magic over here. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't have the mental fortitude. But <laughs> so it's an A. You did it. <laughs> and you're going to have to go ahead and predict what the next episode's about, which right. is called The Pit. The Pit is where the bad boys go when they want to plan on trouble in the Candy Kingdom. The band of misfits toy with the idea of blowing up the gumball guardians to seek their own glory and take over the kingdom. One of PB's spies hears the plan and alerts the heroes to come and help PB secure the safety and security of her kingdom. Ah, uh, you know how that would actually work? Mm. Is because it doesn't specifically mention Jake, who's out of commission right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, right. I had no idea it was a continuation. No, no. I, I like. I, I remember the the next episode. I, I vividly remember the episode after this one, but I didn't remember that this is the one that leads into it. Yeah. Because it seems so random. I like a good cliffhanger episode. I hate them. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I, that's something I think I've mentioned to you before. I think cliffhangers are the laziest, most frustrating thing a writer can do in a TV show. Never. It's so annoying because I'm like, okay, well, I feel unfulfilled. I'm going to wait a week. I'm frustrated. Like, I just get annoyed. Like, I don't like when seasons of shows end on a cliffhanger. I'm oh, like, I oh, love it. Like, well, now, now I'm just pissed. I love it. No, I'm I just like, so I get excited. I get excited for the next one. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait. But then, like, now it's like anymore. Some of the shows we watch are like years in between. It's like that cliffhanger doesn't last, you uh -huh. know? Yep. Uh, back when the show was was good game of thrones i feel like every season wrapped up nicely and yeah like, there were like little things that like we're gonna hint towards the next season but it was never like oh is this person dead find out a year from now because like yeah that stuff just i'm like that's <laughs> well we're watching buffy like right now and some episodes it's like you know one o'clock in the morning and it ends on cliffhanger it's like well i guess we gotta watch the next one <laughs> you yep. know yep that's yeah, how binging works. I know. I know. Let's just wait till every series is done and just binge it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, any last thoughts about this episode? I'm pleasantly surprised with it. I don't know. Which one do you think was better? This or mm. We Fix the Truck? I, I'm going with We Fix the Truck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think they're equal in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. That, that makes it's they, they both are great on different in different ways. Yeah, I completely agree. I was just so surprised with how much I enjoyed watching this one this time through. Yeah. I've seen it twice before, and both times I was like, eh, it's this one again. Yeah. But, but this, yeah, this viewing was, uh, it was nice. I liked it. Uh, on the topic of listener feedback, so we we have tons of listener feedback right now. Yeah. And before tacking any onto the end of, end of an episode, I'm going through right now and just catching up on all the emails and stuff that we've gotten. And I, I want to go through and like personally respond to each of them before uh, doing anything else on the show as far as that goes. And uh, yeah, so and also I, I want to ask listeners who sent in emails if you like it being read on the show or if you're if you don't want to read on the show. So anyway, when I respond to you, just, you know, let me know if you want it read on the show or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I will read it on the show. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, you made it through another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time Podcast. Oh, yeah. You can reach us on the socials at Oh My Glob Podcast on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. Yes. You can call and leave us a voicemail with your best impression and any thoughts you might have at 216-260-GLOB. That's 216-260-4562. 
And I think you can still leave a voicemail on Anchor.fm. I don't know because it's owned by Spotify now, but yeah, yeah, check it out. Or you can, or you can email us at ohmygloppodcast.com. Yes, at gmail.com. Sorry. And leave us a five star review on Spotify. Apparently, that's the best way to help these days. Woo! Woo! All right, I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.